My name is Jai Long, and you're listening to Make Your Break, episode number four. And today, we're talking about productivity. We need to change our mindsets on busy. Seen as being busy is over-celebrated and glorified in our culture. We need to change ourselves from being busy to being impactful and effective. What does busy even mean? Busy can simply mean you sat in your office chair all day and you kept yourself busy with low-value tasks just so you could feel busy or keep busy. Impactful is using what little time you have to make the biggest impact or the biggest splash. Now, I don't believe you have to always be busy to be successful. I actually personally believe the opposite, but we're going to get into that in a moment. The road to being more productive starts with having a clear end goal. Think about it this way. If you were to jump into your car and drive somewhere, you have a destination in mind. So you will use your GPS to help you guide you there. You might even take a moment to work out the fastest route to your destination. And that little bit of time spent at the start of the journey could really save a significant amount of time over the whole journey. Think about your weeks in that exact same way. If you walk into work and just get busy and just hustle, where are you going? And how much do you actually have to hustle every day to get you there? I like to have a yearly goal, the big picture, what I'm working towards. Then I break that down into just weekly goals. So each week I assign myself little tasks that all add to the big picture. So when I start work on Monday, I generally reflect on my past week and tick off some goals and I sit down and I set new goals for the new week. Then I break them down into daily tasks, small enough so I don't burn myself out and because I know I'll have extra work coming in that I didn't anticipate. If I work like this, it means once I do my tasks for the day, I don't have to keep working because I know I'm happy with what I've done and what I will do tomorrow to get that big picture goal. The same concept works for marketing and I will do an episode down the track on marketing But today, we're just going to talk a lot about getting the most done with what little time we have. Now, we all have a friend that can never make it out to dinner or they miss every event because when you invite them, they say they're too busy and they're sitting at their desks and they're working in their business. I run three full-time companies and I always have time to meet friends and go out for dinner or network or hold a workshop. Why? Because all of those things are part of my plan. I run my businesses, which means I have the power to create the business that works for me and that works with my lifestyle and my goals. That's what it's all about after all, starting a business to create a lifestyle you want and to transport you from where you are today to where you want to be. Saving time and being more productive doesn't actually help unless we put that extra time into something good. For example, if you outsource your emails to a VA and say you save five hours a week, and you put that extra time into scrolling Facebook or watching Netflix or watching puppy videos on YouTube, it probably isn't worth spending the money on saving that time. But if you spend money to free up five hours a week, you can direct that time into somewhere else in your business and maybe it's working on marketing or creating a better customer experience or maybe it is just spending an extra five hours a week spending with your friends and family. Maybe you want to spend more time creating your art, the whole reason why you started this creative business in the first place. But somewhere along the line, you lost control and turned your business into a full-time office job. Whatever it is, 
just be clear on the goal. If your goal is to grow a business into a multi-million dollar machine, I mean, great. It's easy to do that if you know where you're going and what you're doing with your time. Now, before we get started, I wanted to let you in on a little secret. Many of you don't know this because you didn't come from a business background. You kind of fell into business and now you're, <laughs> you're just learning how to make it all work. But businesses need to grow, just like anything else in this world. If it's not growing, it's actually dying. And it's much harder to sustain a business at a certain level than it is to grow a business. If you're trying to sustain a business, you're basically killing your business. Someone will outgrow you next year and you will start declining and you just won't book as much work. That is just a fact. And you don't want to hold back your business, just like you don't want to hold yourself back. The universe is constantly expanding and growing and it is unnatural for you to hold back your business from doing what nature intended. So with that in mind, I want you to think about where your business is right now and what stage is it at. At each stage your business is at, it needs to run completely different. A $20,000 a year business will run differently to $100,000 a year. A $300,000 business will run completely different to a million dollar business. And it all comes down to the small things like how you manage your time. As your business grows, you will have to shuffle your time around so you can handle the bigger workload. A small business that does $20,000 worth of sales a year probably can't handle $200,000 worth of sales. So I like to over-design my businesses so they are always growing into themselves. For example, when I started my entertainment company, it didn't have much work booked, but I designed it to be able to handle six figures from day one. That way I was comfortable growing the business into what I wanted it to be. So I put in systems into place, canned response emails, automatic booking systems, and anything else I needed to handle a bigger workload. Now that we've grown into that bigger workload, we can start working and changing the business again to grow to the next level. Now, like anything else in business, I really don't want you to overcomplicate this. You need to make it easy for yourself. If you build out a huge strategy on how to be more productive, you're likely just to not follow it. I would rather you write down a list of what's the most important to what's the least. And don't go to the second on the list until the first one is actually done. Just make it simple for yourself. So let's get started. I want you to get out a pen and paper and write down some notes. These are just some things I implement in my business on a daily life so I can better serve my clients and so I can grow my own business. Tip number one, batching tasks together. There is nothing more unproductive than switching between tasks all day. It takes so much time to open and close browsers between tasks or going from one project to another or editing photos and then answering an email or designing a logo and quickly doing an Instagram post. If you schedule your day, put things into blocks. I like to plan my day like this. The first things first, I check my calendar and I just check if there's anything important on that day that I need to get around. For example, a client meeting. And then I do the same with my emails. I just want to know if there's anything urgent that demands my time or if I can schedule it for another day. I personally love writing lists. I am very visual and I like seeing what tasks I have in front of me and I love crossing them off. My list starts with the biggest value item on the top and I work my way down to the least. And sometimes I work out, even do I need to do those low value tasks or can I hire someone to help me? You don't have to have a full-time employee for this. It can be simply jumping on a website like Upwork and finding someone to do your copywriting or find a designer or whatever other task it is that you can outsource. 
Or maybe finding a VA, which is a virtual assistant, that can keep up with your emails so you can really put your time into the tasks that are actually bringing in more money for your business. In my own business, we're just starting to get into batching our own Instagram content, spending one or two days a month to schedule a month's worth of content, and it just means I will save time because I'm not switching over to the app every single day, and I'll think about the content, and I can use that time to interact with my tribe and grow my following. It also means I have more time to think about my captions and how my feed is going to look, and it takes any stress and anxiety I might have from thinking about how I haven't posted in the last few days. I am also currently batching my podcasts because it's easier for me to just get into the headspace of talking and presenting and keep going without any distractions from my business. I put my phone on flight mode, I get into my little room here, and it's just easy to do three episodes at once. Hey, this is actually something I do for my client meetings as well. When I have a client meeting, I like to get dressed to impress. I have my best foot forward, so to speak. I clean the studio, I get everything presentable, and I make sure we have loads talking notes and all the information I need in front of me so I know exactly what we're going to be talking about. And if I just schedule meetings for maybe say Tuesday and Wednesday, it means I only have to do that twice. And for the rest of the week, I can wear my daggy clothes and I can wear my pajamas into the studio. So tip number two, using the right equipment. Having the right equipment for you is going to really help. Things like using two monitors have been proven by studies to improve productivity. Like I said before, opening and closing browsers and switching between apps, it all takes time. Maybe not much, but times that by how many times you do it per day and how many times you do it per week and per year and so on, and that's a lot of time saved. I am a photographer, so I usually have one screen open for Lightroom when I'm editing photos and one open for Photoshop. Or a browser just for the emails, and then the other one for the information that I need to send. I have a battery charging station, so I know where all the batteries are, and everyone from my whole studio can walk up, and they know it's charged, or if it's not charged, and they know where the batteries are. So it just saves time like that. There are many things that you can set up in your own business, and your own studio, and I want you just to have a think about it. Like Think about the tasks that take a lot of time, just little tasks, and how you can save a bit of time just by implementing just a small step. Tip number three, use the right tools. We live in an incredible time right now and tech is changing so fast. And I think it is important to not just watch it from the sidelines, but get in there and use it. A good CRM client management system usually costs probably between 20 to $100 a month and it can literally save you days and days worth of work each month. A good CRM can look after all your clients, your contracts, your questionnaires, client information, even invoicing, and it's all in one place. So it can stop you from making big mistakes as well, like double booking yourself. I invested into a good CRM from day one, even when I couldn't afford it, because I knew with that extra time saved, I would be able to make more money. I personally use Studio Ninja. And I'm going to add them into the show notes. So if you'd like to give it a try, you can jump over and click on that link. Can response emails are my favorite. If you don't know what a can response is, it is a generic email you create so you can insert it as a reply. The beauty of it is you can really put in some time and really write thought out emails and just change a few things it needs to become personalized. It also means you can design the emails so 
It looks nice with your branding, with colored hyperlinks and emojis and whatever else you want to personalize the email. I use Canon response emails in my wedding photography business for inquiries or for when photos are ready to view or for when the photos are in the post and I send a tracking number with client meeting times and many more. Just think about that one email that you write five times a day and create a canned response for it. Use a client booking system for meetings so you're not going backwards and forwards with clients of when's the best time that's going to suit you both. I personally use Acuity and it is life-changing. I will also add a link to Acuity to the show notes so you can jump on over and just give it a try, but it is game-changing. Acuity can also send out emails automatically like instructions on how to get to your studio or a reminder for the meeting or what to bring to the meeting, a post email afterwards with information you need to send out. It is such a powerful tool to use and it's going to save you time. Other apps to manage your time could be a weekly planner. We personally use Asana, especially if you have staff and you need to keep everyone on track. We use Asana and it is life-changing for us. If you work an hourly basis, use a time tracking app so you know how much time you spend on each project. That will also help you track how much you need to charge for the project. Even just creating shortcuts that suit you. Something so simple. You can set up shortcuts with your magic mouse or your trackpad or, you know, shortcuts on your desktop. All these little things are going to save you time. And when you compound that time, it becomes a huge saving. Number four. Work out what your low-value tasks are. Do you really need to do that task? Or is it adding value? Ask yourself if you could outsource the low-value tasks, like replying to the emails. Could you use a VA? I would consider low-value tasks as one that doesn't bring in any more work and doesn't really bring in any extra income. I want you to have a think about it and see what you come up with in your own business. So this is your own little bit of homework. Number five, assign work time and playtime. When you mix your home and work life, it is hard to do either of them well. That is why I have worked in a share studio space for years now, and I have a studio outside of my home. I love waking up and doing my morning routine and then walking to work. But for full disclosure, guys, my studio is actually next door to my house, so I don't have to commute very far. This step is very important because you need to give yourself some rest. And if work is in your home and staring you in the face every single day, it is hard to rest and not feel guilty for taking some time for yourself. I want you to think about rest like you would for the gym. If you know anything about exercising, you work hard and then you need the rest to recover so you can work hard once more. And if you're building muscle, that actually happens in the recovery process. You need to allow yourself to recover and grow so you are stronger and full of energy for the next session. When I go on holiday, it allows my mind to stop and think about my business and where it is going. It allows me to think creatively and to come up with a plan to move forward. I believe taking holidays is one of the biggest things that has helped me grow my business and get it to where it is today. Okay, This is my five tips for today. But after sitting down and having a think about this topic, I could talk about this for hours. But in the attempt to keeping this short and not overwhelming you, I will leave you just with these five tips so you can start implementing these in your business and I'll do a follow-up episode down the track. So don't worry, guys. So just to recap before we go, number one, batch your tasks together. 
Number two, use the right equipment. Number three, use the right tools. And number four, work out your low value tasks and your high value tasks. And number five, assign work time and play time. And the last thing that I want to say, really don't overcomplicate it for yourselves. Make it nice and simple and it will be so much easier for you to implement into your business. Make Your Break is brought to you and hosted by Jai Long and our Melbourne studios and produced by our American friends, Simpler Media Productions. For more information on this podcast, our workshops, or anything your heart desires, please visit jailong.co.